I attended a local service a couple of weeks ago. One of the pastors said something that really hit home for me. He said some of the most successful people he had ever met have been some of the most discouraged people that he has ever met. See, the majority of successful people have a habit of setting goals and at some point feel they have reached them all. When this happens, they stop feeling there's anything else to pursue and begin to lose their identity. His statement made me think, see, I've spent many years in the finance industry. Actually, last year would have been 20 years in November. The last 10 years I spent consulting business owners in personal and business growth, I've had an opportunity to meet several entrepreneurs that are financially wealthy. One of the commonalities most business owners shared was an emptiness inside that they were trying to fill. Business was doing all right, but that was it. Their health, home life, wife, kids, mm, not so good. To be more exact, they were miserable. Slowly over the years, I found many that lost their sense of self, their identity. And on top of that, the passion they once had was completely gone. And now they were trying to fill that. One business owner in specific, very well known, I'm not going to mention any names, has been married for many years with two boys that are now men. And uh, they started his manufacturing and distribution business over 30 years ago. He has several other businesses and properties, debt-free for the most part, and holds over $15 million in net worth. He attends and volunteers at a church every other week, yet he's absolutely miserable. Come to find out he is married but very unhappy. He loves his wife but seeks love elsewhere. He spent most of his life at work and now one of his sons doesn't want anything to do with him. He releases his emotions by drinking and going out with people he barely even knows. I went in there talking about finances. I left signing loan docs, talking about life, and coaching him on finding and pursuing his purpose. See, this man had a huge void in his life and was trying to cover it up with money, drinking, and women. He knew how to run his business, but had no clue on how to manage the rest of his life. Step by step, through God's grace, he is now following a path of renewal. I also know of a younger surgeon, very wealthy, intelligent, and in his 30s. He definitely knew how to acquire and grow his wealth at an early age. He owns several investment properties as well as medical offices and is a partner of a couple of hospitals. His net worth is about $10 million. He works Monday through Sunday. When you see him, he looks like a walking zombie. His desire is to be married and have kids, yet he doesn't even have time for himself. He initially told me he loves what he does. I believe he does, but not to a point to risk your health and give up your life. God did not give you a body to work it to death. During one of our meetings, when I was going to discuss his financials, we had a very deep conversation. He opened up to me and told me a little bit more about his life. To this day, we continue to meet. I provide business consulting and coach him towards personal growth. He is now married, helps provide for his parents, and has found balance in his life. Most importantly, he is healthy and closer to God. I also know of a branch manager who was in banking for over 20 years and constantly thought about starting her own business. She was a top performing manager and up next for promotion. But how could she possibly leave the security of her job and start over? especially now that she was a single mother with a young daughter. For years, she contemplated starting her own business. 
As time passed by, the bills stacked up and it only made it harder to make her change. We talked several times. Eventually, she did it. She started her own business. It was difficult at first, but now she is happier than ever and thriving. Throughout the years, I have met so many people with similar stories. These same people have encouraged me to write a book, speak, and share my own testimonies. Within my career, church, and volunteer time, I've put myself out there, and God has given me the gift to make a significant impact in the lives of others. My ultimate dream now is to go out there in front of the world and make a difference. I truly feel we are all given a gift, along with talents and a purpose in this world. See, you may have reached your own goals, and that's great, but if you feel there has to be more, it's because there is. There is something bigger, bigger than you can imagine. It's not your own goals that will bring your passion back. It's your purpose, God's given purpose. That is God's goal for you. God's goals are bigger and so are his blessings. His promises tell us he will establish your plans. He will give you strength. God loves you so much. He will give you what you desire. There is a giant within you ready to be ignited. So what's holding you back? Are you comfortable where you are and think, why make a change now? Do you feel you've lost your opportunity? Don't know where to start? The list of questions can go on and on. If your heart is tugging at you and you have been given a vision, it's because God wants you to see what else is out there for you. Make your vision a reality. In order to do so, you will have to dive in. And you may not win your first race, you may be disqualified at your second race, but if you keep at it, you will become a better swimmer. Your stroke will improve and eventually you will win that race. But first, you have to choose to dive in. Many years ago, I read a book that still fascinates me. It's very simple and super easy to read. You may have heard of it. It's called, Who Moved My Cheese? In that book, the characters stumble upon a wall that reads something like, what would you do if you weren't scared? The first time I read that, I pondered on that question for a while. I then started to live by it. What would you do if you weren't scared? The older you get, the harder it is to dive in. Did you know that research says that only 2% of the population truly succeed? Do you know what truly makes a difference between that 2% and that other 98%? The 2% are willing to dive in. Most people are mortified to do so. Some give up before even getting on the block. It's time to stop making excuses and it's time to dive in. Contact me and allow me through God's word to lead you to your purpose today. My name is Daphne Balcazar, speaker and life coach. You can look at my website at www.daphnebalcazar.com and you may reach me at 714-909-5763. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Daphne Balcazar, life coach and speaker here. You know, with the news that recently came out today here in California, people are beginning to panic. A lot of people are calling me and asking me, what do I do? I just lost my job. I don't have anyone to take care of my kids while I work. My son is out of the country right now. 
I've had to close the doors to my business and lay off my employees. How am I going to pay my bills? My kids are going crazy at home. I'm going crazy. Many of us are experiencing fear of the unknown. As we begin to think about the future, our thoughts begin to race through our minds and spiral out of control just like a tornado would. Our mind is so powerful and can make matters worse than they truly are. We, however, have the power to change those thoughts. It's important to do so because our thoughts determine how we feel and how we feel will determine how we act. So in order to change your thought process, you have to tell your mind what to think versus allowing it to think for you. For example, you're watching the news and the governor comes on and declares a state of emergency. He's asking for everyone to stay inside their homes. You see the numbers of hospital patients and deaths are increasing. You begin to start imagining the worst. You imagine and you think about what does your future hold and your thoughts are beginning to multiply. So recognize that. Recognize what is triggering you to feel scared, angry, sad, worried, and how your body's reacting. So pay attention to if your heart rate is increasing, if you're starting to feel a little shaky, if you're having headaches or you're running out of breath. So ask yourself, If you are thinking about the future right now, okay, and all these thoughts are going through your mind, ask yourself, is this true right now? Is it 100% true at this moment? No, it's not. Unless you can tell the future, you have no idea what the future holds. Instead, take this time to think about and write down what is good about this moment right now. I know it's hard to do so. I know it is. I'm right there with you. But think about this, at this moment, you have more time, more quality time to spend with your family. You can make dinner, have a nice meal, sit down meal, and it's not even Thanksgiving. You can cook Thanksgiving at this time and enjoy it. You have time to play games with your kids and get to know them better. Do you know who they sit with at lunch? How about exercise? Exercise brings up your serotonin levels. What about reading that book you've been wanting to read but just haven't had a chance to? Or starting a new project or even finishing the project that's in your garage? The list can go on and on. Times like these are meant for us to grow. They are meant for us to learn and develop into better human beings. So my advice to you, take this time to come closer to your family and loved ones. Work on you. I suggest you come together as a family and come up with some things to do together and as individuals. Set a daily schedule. Set a daily schedule for everyone to see and keep yourselves busy. As Americans, we tend to think in macro numbers. We like to plan our goals for the next year, five, or ten years ahead. Let's take this time to slow down a bit and enjoy what's in front of you right now. There's no need to be thinking so far ahead right now. If you are extremely overwhelmed with everything that's going on, you may have to slow down even more. And instead of thinking about week by week or day by day, you may have to just focus on the hour that's right in front of you, one hour at a time. I know it's hard to think about the future, but let's not forget about today. Blessings to you and to everybody around you. Do not fear for the Lord is with you. Thank you.